Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Desert Streaming. I'm Marco Casanova, your host, and I'm here with Andrew Kamiski, the founder, director of Desert Stream. Thanks for being on the show, brother. I'm so happy to be here, Marco. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about the release of the Living Waters guidebook and video components coming out April 24th, which is Divine Mercy Sunday. Really important feast for us at Desert Stream as we're all about championing the merciful flood of Jesus. But what I want to talk about today is the particular, um, it, this is such a unique time for Desert Stream because all of this is going public. We've never had the Living Waters Guidebook go public before. Yeah. It's the first time in 42 years. Exactly. So what do you think about that? What's, is that exciting? Huge. Yeah. It's very exciting, <laughs> you know, because it's been so long in the making. Yeah. And also you and I have worked three, four years in the revision with Annette working mm -hmm. on, you know, sort of the packaging of it. And, and now all of us at Desert Stream so excited that the individual can get this guidebook yeah. and watch these videos themselves right. or with their pastor or with their friends or director or pastoral counselor or whatever. Mm. So we're excited in the multiplying of the fish and loaves, yeah. you know, the, the tidal wave of the water going out, mm. which is difficult when it's only trained coordinators that have had access to give to their participants. Right. We still so value the groups and people being trained to run groups and to do so responsibly. But for people to be able to partake of it, I hope with some depth, but with a, a, a casualness right. based upon uh, this is where I'm at and this is all I can do is open this book up yeah. or watch this. And I think the content is going to hit the target yeah. in people's lives. Amen. So I'm excited. <laughs> I remember when you invited me as an intern just to go through the guidebook and yeah. to revise it with you. I mean, you, yes. you revised each chapter and then we would talk about it. Yes. And I remember going through it because I don't think I had gone through it so, so carefully yeah, before. Right. Reading it line by line. Exactly. And I remember just being so... Um, impressed by the insights of it particularly mm. there there's a there's a harmony between spiritual therapeutic and pastoral insights there's yeah. they're just how woven in how did yeah. you how'd you come yeah. up with this yeah i like it it's layered <laughs> yeah. there's something layered it's about dynamic. waters yeah which can only occur over 42 years <clears throat> yeah so i think that was it represented to some degree my journey not just in coming out of homosexuality, but in serving persons and in an increasingly diverse pool of people in Living Waters, beginning at the Vineyard, West Side, Los Angeles, 1980. It's inductive. You grow and you gain and you realize what you don't know as you serve a greater breadth mm. and depth of persons in their sometimes very... Uh, deep needs. Mm -hmm. And so that combined with the different circles I was intersecting with, Leanne Payne, her incredible yeah. clinical and literary <laughs> insights, sacramental, literary, and clinical. Mm. That was Leanne Payne. And then there was Exodus, which was a thriving, dynamic network 
in the 80s of born-again Christians like me that were gathering in their churches in revival and saying, we can actually help people that are dealing with deep sexual brokenness. Yeah. And then being at Fuller Seminary, and the, I was in a clinical and a, a, a theological degree, and was in the vineyard. Mm -hmm. And the vineyard was kind of coming to the fore as the church planting movement driven by the kingdom of God, Amen. the theology of the kingdom, but mostly through John Wimber's great leadership, the praxis mm. of the kingdom that everyone gets to play, that everyone, no matter how broken, no matter how young in the Lord, actually can be a conduit of the Holy Spirit to help facilitate the redemption of persons. Wow. And I just applied it to the deep sexual and relational brokenness <clears throat> of the persons that we were serving. So I think it was a combination of all of these things going on, including becoming a father. Yeah. Obviously, I, I was married in 1981, but then began to have kids in 84 through uh, the late 80s. And so all of this was a part of the mix that contributed to Living Waters. I just have to say, Andrew, it's really inspired. You know, mm. I find that it's inspired mm. just reading it. It's, I feel like it's something fresh about it. Yeah. I remember one time we were doing a conference and someone was like, you know, Desert Stream's like a fine wine. It ages well, you yeah. know, it's yeah. been around for 42 years. When you hear about a ministry being around for 42 years, it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. how are they doing? Right. But it's like, right. this is. Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah. <it's> I remember <laughs> him. He looked old then. <laughs> How is he? <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> no, but there's something fresh, I think, about this new offering. One, one just kind of uh, thing that came to mind as you were talking about the, the multi-layered you know, mm. nature of this. I remember reading through, uh, reading through the book even now, and so many people quoted throughout. Leanne Payne, like you said, Joseph Nicolosi, Carl Barth, C.S. Lewis, Benedict XVI. St. John Bieber, Paul II. St. John Paul II. Foundational theology of the body. I mean, talk about true ecumenism. Yes. I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, is this, is this more Catholic? Right, no, less, Lord, <laughs> less. <laughs> right, like, oh no, is this going to like come with a rosary? or? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true ecumenism. Yes, because it is. finally there's there's there is a, a not that the other one. Of course, the other one had John Paul II, and it, right. it's not honestly it's not more Catholic than the than the last one. Right. But it's true ecumenism in that the Catholic voice has a place at the table. Yes, and there it's so much threaded through throughout. Yes. Was that really influenced by your conversion to Catholicism? Well, it was because when we did this really significant revision. 11 years ago, it was right after I had become a Catholic, was mm. so young and new in it. And we pilot, piloted a group for two years, equal parts evangelical and Catholic to get their, their feedback, and thus the old guidebook. <clears throat> so this is 11 years later, mm. nine years, nine to 10 years later, with all of the changes, Desert Stream, all the buffeting truly of yeah. Desert Stream as I came to the fore, I'm sure many times as a very awkward Catholic leader with mostly evangelical adherents going, uh, mm, what is this going to mean? Mm, and so yeah. I think all of that, our staff, half evangelical, half Catholic, for 11 years fielding the world's concerns, sure. our little world, but global concerns right. of what it means for this 
Catholic reality to 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 be a significant part of Living Waters. So mm-hmm. yes, I think I think that's a great way of putting it. It's more authentically ecumenical Amen. as opposed to oh yes, I love Catholics, I love Augustine, I love Christopher West. He's really funny. Does that mean <laughs> I'm really up on being Catholic? It's like no, it really doesn't actually. I mean, I think you you discover it when you become one. Yeah. But thank God for the dynamic evangelicals on our staff. Yeah. I'm, I'm sleeping with one, uh, you know. And so Amen. all of that considered, I think, I think lends a certain richness. And I hope creates um, a more thorough, hospitable welcome yeah. to Christians of all stripes, as well as persons dealing with a host of issues. Obviously, Amen. we began in West Hollywood, people wanting to come out of homosexuality through Jesus and his church. But... This this could not be a more inclusive mm. offering that that truly says we are we are all gifts we are all disintegrated gifts mm. and Jesus one with the Father in creation Almighty in mercy to redeem us sets us all on the same path even though our starting points are so different Amen. and we learn how to see the other's dignity mm. in light of his or her unique brokenness wow. that that's a challenge yeah you know i don't come out of that background i don't really understand it well can you still see me as a person struggling for security mm. and significance struggling to be a gift in light of amped up voices of shame within me yeah can you help me to be a gift in this one body right and i think that's where the group dynamic at work with this lovely manual with a male and female witness at the end of each one a man and a woman who has allowed this teaching to be needed into them um, and then i think i see the the guidebook teachings as somewhat poetic as a kind of a prayer so the mm. end of these lessons is like a prayer like okay lord here i am yeah. i i've discovered something new about an aspect of my wounding, you know, our, our hearts are complicated. Yeah. And so there's ways in which we do not know ourselves very well. And in not knowing ourselves very well, it's very difficult for us to know who Jesus is to us, what he is saying to us, yeah. specifically amid our distorted self-perceptions and how that plays itself out in, in, in hurting our relationships. Right. And so... Uh, I believe that that prayerful dynamic, um, core truth, psychologically and theologically, but at the same time, the recognition of everyone's distinctiveness, mm. thus the need to say, come Holy Spirit. Amen. I can't impose my experience on you right. and say, I did this, you do this too, Marco. Mm. Instead, you have complete freedom to share as best as you can and we, we suss that out as much as we can. And then we say, come Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's the essence of living waters. And I think this guidebook is a good, is a, is a prayer that launches us mm. into the realm of the kingdom where the Father through the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit is able to meet us with a variety of gifts. Amen. And uh, I love that. So I think it, it's able to go into some deep places that a kind of know-it-all 
we've sort of mapped out everything. Sure. It is a guide, but it's a guide that recognizes its limits mm-hmm. and yet the mm-hmm. boundlessness of the Trinity mm-hmm. to, to be dynamically operative in our lives. You know, you mentioned uh, these, this man and woman voice after each chapter. For, yeah. So our, to our viewers and listeners who don't know exactly what the Living Waters Guidebook is, it's 20 chapters, and after each chapter, there's a witness or a perspective, we call it, and it's from a, one man and one woman, typically. And they, uh, for sure. For sure. But yeah. Sometimes there's three, so it's like two men or two women, but it's usually one man and one woman. Or it's a man-woman being... <laughs> There's lots of variants in our world today, Mark. We have to get that straight. No, there's 60. <laughs> so, after each chapter... Kidding! <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> after each chapter, there's a perspective. And I've, I've, I've been really enjoying this. We're reading it through as a staff right now. And it gives, I think it gives people language to use. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the great things about the guidebook. Mm-hmm. Both the chapter itself and the perspective it gives language to people's experiences. Yes. People can read it and say, oh, I, I actually now have language to describe the pain yeah. or the wound yeah. or my sin pattern or right. what was going on in my family of origin, terrible, toxic dynamic, whatever the case might right. be. I think the guidebook is giving people language. So that's what I'm really, really excited about, it going mm. public, mm. people finding it quite accessible mm. so that they could have language right. that, in order to describe what is it that you experienced? Yeah. And yeah. what is it that you want the Lord to do in your life? Amen. It gives people yeah. language. I'm really and then, grateful and for that. And the videos. So yeah. we spent a, a, a significant amount of time, just last year right now, mm-hmm. with with this great friend, Michael McGlynn, who is a cinematographer. He's awesome. He's a, he's a cameraman, yeah. you know? And, and he's so beautifully filmed with great lighting and the divine mercy and this intimate group of men and women who are our good friends in Kansas yeah. City that are all Living Waters people that are just sort of drinking in these words. I do most of the teaching, but Annette does a lot mm-hmm. of the teaching. You and Abby do mm-hmm. teachings, Amanda. Mm-hmm. And, and so some of our best friends who nail these teachings yeah. are a part Amen. of it. But just to be able to, to, to receive it visually and mm. audibly, of course, um, in this setting that, that actually does approximate a, a very intimate Living Waters context. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really pleased with that. It came together. Amen. Amen. You know, it could not have. Right. You know, the truck runs through the wall of our weird... Well, there were a couple of times where yeah. it was like, uh, you know, a train. Yeah. The airplane or... came through the bay window. And McGlynn's like, small, all right, stop. No, sorry, make sure they're okay. And they were. Uh, Grandview is a very exotic town. I mean, we, Andrew, and yes. to be honest, though, like yes. you were like, we're going to get this done. We're going to, no, I was, it was it. <laughs> we're doing it three like, teachings in one It was like dismal city. March mornings in misery. Uh, like, and it was man, like, we're doing three. We're doing it. Yeah, you get me that quadruple shot, America. <laughs> there I was, like going to yeah, Starbucks. It's kind of this unnatural gleam in our <laughs> eyes. Clucking around to the state line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they okay? Are they? He's a little agitated. I thought they were a healing ministry. Right. He's he's shaking a little bit. He's agitated. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think is unique about Living Waters? In in yep. in con, not contrast, but in yep. 
you know, side by side other healing things yeah. and, you know, throughout the country. There, yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot and they're great ones. I think <clears throat> ours is unique in being sexually inclusive in the mm. truest sense, meaning we, we are all called, we are all called according to JP2, this orientation to, to recognize and honor the dignity of the other, mm. our own dignity so that we can in turn summon the others. That's everyone's trajectory mm. towards wholeness. So we say that yeah. we are all heading in the same direction and yet we recognize the fractures and we give language to the fractures. Yeah. We take them seriously. Amen. It's not just, a, oh, get over it. We're all just, you know, doing the theology of the body thing now. It's like, oh yeah, we, we want to enflesh God's beauty mm. and power in these bodies but there's some significant barriers and there's a lot of them. Yeah. And so let's have a safe place where we can name them, mm -hmm. where we can be united in our brokenness, however diverse we are mm -hmm. as persons with gifts and weaknesses. And I think it's unique in that way. We mm -hmm. don't shy away from the depth of the sexual stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's easy to trivialize that and say, well, I'm addicted to teenagers or I'm addicted to ice cream. It's all the same. It's just, it's like, no, it isn't. Yeah, right. You know, the one can send you to hell. The one right. can send you to jail. Mm. Um, or codependency, which often comes wrapped up in mm. all kinds of traditional religious garments. Right. But in fact, it's a complete abdication of one's human dignity. Mm. And yet it's played out in Christian marriages all the time, sometimes in the name of God, right. perpetuated. Mm by misshapen versions of Ephesians 5. Mm. And so there's so many ways in which we become broken. And, and even in our religious cultures, ways that we can use our religion badly to hide those realities from others. And so Living Waters is a come one, come all. Wow. You know, it's yeah. an equal opportunity offender yeah. in the sense of we are all disintegrated persons Yet this one Jesus unites us in one body in light of all of our different traditions mm. and says, let's take ground together. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing for people with a real willingness, timely. They're saying, I'm finally desperate. Yeah. I knew I needed this, but now I'm ready. And to see them being ready to lay aside secondary religious mm. differences and to say, I will receive from you my Catholic brother, mm. or I will receive from you my Pentecostal sister, mm. or I will receive from you my Orthodox Presbyterian, you know, friend, you know, because I just want to get free. Amen. And I think in the process, we actually become more authentically whole, but also authentically Christian right. in our unity. And I love that. I think Living Waters is, of course, profoundly spiritual. And it's all about a foundation of God the Father revealed by the Son through the Spirit making Himself known to us. And I think that's, that's the fruit of it, that yeah. people come away more converted, more founded in their God, and better able to, to live with themselves mm. And, and to live with a handful of others with whom they are continuing to walk this out. It's a lifetime wow. plan. Right. But I think Living Waters is a good guide to that. Yeah. And I'm so happy people are going to be able to 
put it in their hands and, and yeah. grow through it. You know, one thing I've, I've learned in re- helping revise the guidebook, going through Living Waters, leading Living Waters, from my own, my own journey, it's taking responsibility in my healing. Yes. Like I have a hand to take in my healing. Absolutely. You know, John Paul says to diminish responsibility is to diminish mm. personality. Yeah. There's like a prophetic edge to living waters. Like when yeah. you say an equal opportunity offender, what I hear is that Jesus is calling you to take responsibility for your healing. Yes. And one thing that you you quote, then this is new in the in this version of the guidebook, is this beautiful book, Insinu Yesu. Yes. So this this calling to take responsibility is bolstered by this incredible mercy. Yes. It's never just, uh, it's yeah. always, it's always bolstered, always threaded with this merciful flood of Jesus. Yes. So I love that about Living Waters, yes. especially this new guidebook. It's like, yes, I need to, I actually have a hand to play in my healing. Mm. And thank God for the mercy of Jesus that Amen. helps me take it. Yes. So good, Marco. So I love that about yeah. this, Andrew. Yeah. And honestly, I'm grateful. It's, it's changed my life. Mm. It really has. Mm, it's really changed my life. And I know I'm not mm. the only one. Yeah. And I know people, um, I think people are a little afraid of the prophetic edge of living waters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I think they, they think it's ex- exclusionary or it's um, maybe it's too hard. But uh, I, I finally am able to say to them now, buy it and read it yourself. Right. I don't think you'll find it like right. that at all. Yes, it has a prophetic edge. Yes. Yeah. It's calling us to take responsibility for our healing, but it's actually authentic mercy. Yes, I think so. It's authentic mercy. And and for most of us, sexually and relationally, we've not had a clear sense of boundary. Mm -hmm. Boundaries have been broken. People have broken them in. Yeah. So we, we were already a little disoriented because of that. And then in our own pain and rebellion, We've broken boundaries, Mm. and we've manipulated and misused other people. And so the clarity has to be there, Mm. both in, 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 say, in the case of a Living Waters group, how it's run, how we actually go about creating a safe space in order for us to be able to internalize true boundaries and to recognize, no, I'm actually not going to receive that from Mm. you. I actually don't have to receive that. Or I can step outside of myself and offer myself in a new way to you. Boundaries Mm. aren't just closing off. They're also about opening and Mm. saying, I can Mm. offer myself in this way. Like someone coming out of homosexuality, I can be a good gift to the opposite gender. Mm. Or someone who has been so addicted and their mind is always so cluttered and the thought of, I can't possibly befriend and bless the other in light of my sullied history and realizing, no, you actually can. Or an abused person, I can actually offer Mm. myself and if I'm mistreated, I don't have to take that in. I actually can stand in my dignity and, and even assert my dignity in the face of a myriad indignities that are out there in the real world. And so, yeah, I, I think there has to be a prophetic dimension or else we're not reckoning with the reality hmm. of how deeply the brokenness is woven into us hmm. and into our fellows. 
but more than that is this original dignity that Jesus is reclaiming in us. And our capacity as <clears throat> members of Jesus to be agents of that redemption for others, even though we're still broken. Mm. And I think we always take up that challenge. And, and I think that's where the vineyard, mm. you know, the kingdom, yeah. everyone's a player. We all have a hand in each other's redemption. We've certainly had a hand in others' brokenness. Right, right. But now let's get on with the business of, of, of summoning what's true and real and beautiful in the other. So as you mentioned, the kingdom dimension, this vineyard influence, yeah. uh, what do you hope to see as people get this book in their hands? Mm. What, do you, what do you want? Well, I want them to gather. I want them to gather with two or three. Living Waters is inherently relational. Mm. Relational problems require relational solutions. <laughs> you need to be with other people. You don't mm. just think yourself out or pray in solitude. Mm. Uh, in the hopes of getting out. Those things can help, but you need to connect with trustworthy people. My hope is, is that all of us are connected to churches. Living Waters is all about the body. I hope you're part of a community where there's a pastor and elders and people that are further along. Enlist one of them. Mm. Say to your elder, say to your pastoral counselor, say to your director, would you come through this with me? Mm. And would you even dare to see yourself in it? Yeah. This is an equal opportunity offender. It's not just me, the poor one, and mm. you, the integrated professional. This is, there's a level ground that Living Waters insists upon. So that would be my, my desire, is that we gather. I, um, I'm really grateful to Annette. She's been yeah. so pivotal oh my. in this whole process. Yeesh. I don't think we'd be able to release it if it wasn't for no, her. No, no, she's, she, well, she is in it. She's in Living Waters yeah. at core, obviously through our core communion. But I think practically you're referring to her prowess uh, with printed material. I think both. Yeah. I just think yeah. of the marriage of the Comiskeys as a sort of prophetic flood yeah. That a flood, a disaster. <laughs> Some would call it a natural disaster. That's so awful. Yes. <laughs> a, natural, a natural disaster. <laughs> no, it has been yeah, your your sure. marriage has been so uh, prophetic for so many. So thanks. You're Thank so you. welcome. Thank and you. Bless and, Annette. And, you're yes. right. <laughs> I mean, I think the three of us kind of pulled this together along with Kevin yeah. and Jesse and now Jesse, and yeah. others that really have served. But I think the three of us really hustled and I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm proud of what we're offering the world. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks for being on today. Yeah. So happy to we be We need to have on. you on more. Okay. I just feel that. Okay. You know, I'm just going to name it and I mean, I'm going to claim it's, it. It's fact, faith, <laughs> feeling. <laughs> No, let's do it. Right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Desert Stream. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Desert Streaming Podcast. For more information about us or to get in touch with us, please do visit our website, desertstream.org. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for listening in. Please do share this episode with your friends. And until next time, God bless you.